Hello and welcome to Charmed and Alarmed. This podcast is dedicated to all things witchy and metaphysical. So whether you're a baby witch, an expert, or just want to learn some spooky stuff, you're in the right place. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. Today we'll be discussing the ins and outs of our moon and its phases. But first, we want to thank all of our new listeners. We so appreciate you rating and reviewing. It really helps us out. And thanks to all the listeners who emailed us their comments and stories. We do love hearing them. They were so spooky. So spooky. We realize now that we recorded our ghost episode on a full moon, uh-huh. um, which as experienced witches, you'd think we would have avoided. But we didn't. Yeah, we did not. We did not. Uh, All right. So we're talking about moons today, all the stuff. So we're going to avoid the butt cheeks one. I did go on Urban Dictionary (laughs) to just like see how funny it was. It wasn't that funny. So I skipped it. Um, But if you want to know what we're talking about, go look up moons on Urban Dictionary and you can see about butt cheeks. Um, but first, I stumbled upon this poem while I was researching, and I love it, so I'm going to make you listen to it now. Silver-sickled celestial circling satellites suspended in star-slung far-flung skies, full-bellied, billowing, voluminously glittering, luminously glistening in lunatics' eyes. The thrice-spinning moon threads stories through time, spun with the world-wending wisdom of old. Prophesizing poetry, there is magic in words. The weather witch speaks the secrets foretold. And that's Lunar Lore by Kristen Mills. Um, And you can go to her website, kristenmills.com, and she has a lot of very interesting things on there. So I highly recommend you check it out. Yeah, that was, I really, really, really like that. Yeah. It was really pretty. Like, I kind of want to frame that somewhere <laughs> and put it up in right? my office. Just write it on every single wall and just look like an insane person is what I want to do. But <laughs> I'm sure it'll look beautiful in your office. <laughs> it, it's your house. You can do it's that if house. you want. Like <laughs> What I deserve. Um, so here are some things I learned about the moon this week. Um, it's the fifth largest moon in our solar system. That comes from NASA, you guys. Um, some more information from NASA. They had like a children's, um, like info website, uh, that I got all of this from. So you need to go to space place. Yeah. That's like the best place to look up stuff you're not sure about though. Right. Especially if it's a really weird complex thing. It's like, I would like the children's version of this, please. (laughs) Please explain like I'm five. Um, so I could never get this down when we were kids in school, the moon phases. And now like I read it and I'm like, oh, wait, I get it now. Um, Mm -hmm. So maybe I just needed to like see it as an adult with my adult brain. So there's the new moon, which is all black. um, And then a waxing crescent um, where it's like a little crescent. And then a first quarter, a waxing gibbous, the coolest word, Um, a full moon. So completely, you know all white um and then a waning gibbous where it starts to go away a third quarter there's no second quarter because that's i guess a full though it's just a full moon so a full is still only half the moon um so those are the third quarter and then the waning crescent where it's just a little sliver going away 
Um, and the moon displays the eight phases one after another as it moves through its cycle each month, which is 27 days. Some sources said 28 and a quarter days. Um, but I'm going to go with what NASA said at 27. <laughs> um, so I didn't realize. So, okay. You hear the phrase like once in a blue moon. Um, mm-hmm. And then you think like, what's a blue moon? And I had never thought that far. Um, so a blue moon <laughs> is when there is a full moon um, in the same calendar month. So two full moons yeah. in the same calendar month. And then a black moon is when there's two new moons in the same calendar month. And according to Wicca.com, where you can go for all of your Wicca needs, um, that is thought to have been, like, it's thought by some to be, like, um, a great time of power within the spiritual world, and any magic worked during this time is especially powerful. So keep that in mind when you're doing your... Your new moon rituals, if it's the second time that calendar month, it's going to work out. So did you know that uh, Halloween of 2020 was a full blue moon? I vaguely <laughs> remember that. Yeah. I remember that being just like... It was uh, so Like, <laughs> I also remember looking at the year of 2020, like back in 2019, mm-hmm. and being like, oh, this is great. There's a bunch of three-day weekends. Halloween was like on a Saturday, which yes, is perfect. And, I remember that. Right, with the full moon, and it was a blue moon. And a full moon, and a mm-hmm. blue moon. And like, I was like super excited, and then... It the was panini. not exciting the entire year. Right. The panini. The panini. The whole <laughs> panini press ruined it. <laughs> um, so let's see. So um, this is kind of fun about like when you think about the far side of the moon. Um, th- so, it, you know, some people call it the dark side of the moon. NASA was like, well, it does actually get a lot of light. So the far side of the moon is the more accurate nomenclature for that but the moon always has the same same side facing us the way that it rotates and the way that we we rotate it's always facing us so there's a whole side of the moon we've never seen um i mean from earth i mean if you're an astronaut now what if we hypothetically went like to the other side of the world then would we see the other side of the moon no because it's only one side that faces the whole earth the whole entire time yeah, so like here's wow. the Earth, and then here's the Moon. No, I get it now. Around. Yeah. yeah. So if we went to Mars, we'd see a different side of the Moon whenever it whooshed by us close enough, which is probably not very often. Can you imagine like terraforming Mars, and you see you have the same, or you see Earth's Moon, you just see a different side, a different side, like yeah. yeah. But would we see it the same though? Would it just look like a little no, speck? It'll look like a like a. If we see it at all, it would be like a speck, like a star, maybe. Yeah, um, because like that's... It, the reflection of light from the sun, like if, how. Yeah, if you if if you work for NASA or know anything <laughs> about this this shit, we would love to hear you. We would like astronauts to astronauts at the, the International Space Station. Please write in. Please write in. Please uh, email us, comment, rate. <laughs> I saw a picture. I definitely, I, I was probably scrolling on some sort of social media, and I saw a picture from Mars 
uh, where it's like zoomed in of Earth's moon, but they they said the the far side or the other side is whatever they titled it. And it was completely dark compared to like Earth that was all like lit up at the time, kind of. Right. So it was interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the far side of the moon is sometimes dark, but it is also sometimes lit. So, so. what light? That makes it? sense. The sun the, on the far side. Like too? so, here's right. So here's Earth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's the moon. Here's mm-hmm, the sun. So now the far side of the moon that's not facing Earth is being lit by the sun. Ah, uh, okay. Now you guys yeah. can't see Shelby and her fun. No, but <laughs> but her fun I'll, fingers. I'll put, I'll put a diagram up <laughs> in, on Instagram. Follow us on all of our social medias. I made them. Um, <laughs> we're so, gonna have this informational pamphlet about like. Or you should just a, take a picture of your hands with. Right. The, yeah. <laughs> just Are you my wiggly purple nails? Right. <laughs> Are you also um, an adult who's not quite sure how that shit works, but you're also too ashamed to ask somebody? Look here, we won't judge you, and we won't tell anyone. <laughs> Do I have a website for you? No, they have all of these pictures on SpacePlace at .nasa.gov, um, and so that's how I learned all of this because they they pre-pictured it for me. I thought about stealing their pictures and putting it on the Instagram. But, Do not um, steal NASA's photos. Yeah, I was going to steal it. from NASA because I, you know, then the NSA will be on us and they'll listen to our podcast and they'll be like, "God, witches, burn them," <laughs> or they'll be like, "God, we love them." Like. Right? They wanted us to write in. I wrote in. (laughs) Um, So how did the moon form? Who knows? Um, Well, scientists maybe know. Who knows? Because it happened a long time ago. But the best guess is um, it was like early in the formation of our solar system after Earth and an object about the size of Mars, which is still very large, um, they collide. And then, so we like took some of that Mars-shaped object, and chunks flew off of us and off of the Mars-shaped object, and they were big enough that they stayed in our orbit, um, but they uh, were also big enough to like start spinning and have gravity and form into a circle, Um, and uh, yeah, it was pulled together by gravity, creating the moon. So essentially, Earth. So essentially, uh, pre-Earth, and another object came together and yeah. made the Moon, which is their baby. And Proto-Earth now, and Proto-Earth two, right? Smashed made a baby, and they made a baby, and now literally and, smashed. And their <laughs> parts, like, <laughs> oh my god, I just got it. <laughs> Damn. So essentially, and then they made that because like it made like new earth or like the earth that we have now because right. it's an accumulation of both of those components or those planets or those right. astral yeah. bodies. That's very neat. Mm. Very fun. <laughs> very fun. Space is fun. And, um, and you can learn more about space being fun at spaceplace.nasa.gov. Very cute infographics. Um, so... Let's see. So uh, here's some more planet facts from planetfacts.org. Um, <laughs> throughout the course of time, the moon has been the inspiration um, uh, for religious symbols. It's been a symbol of fertility. 
I feel like it's a symbol of fertility because of the 28 day cycle Mm -hmm. and like a woman's 28 day cycle. Um, I mean, they in in the the fact that they're just the same length. Uh, Well, and then they did used to call. Well, and it's kind of being brought back too. But like mm -hmm. uh, a moon cycle or or moon blood, which was another term for like menstrual blood, was a big thing. So. Mm Um, but they also blamed the full moon for mental disorders. They've, they, uh, you know, thought that the full moon would bring out people and that's how they got the word lunatic, um, mm-hmm. from the poem, um, is from Luna, the sun or <laughs> Luna, the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and I mean, I don't think it's wrong. If you've ever worked in customer service, you know, people are nutso. <laughs> after a full moon (laughs) i don't work in customer service i work with children and yes they are all cray cray (laughs) around the full moon yeah they get worse um so in ancient egypt isis symbol was symbolized by the moon um and she was the most powerful even more powerful than ra the sun god um in ancient Rome, Luna was the goddess of the moon, hunt, and fertility, um, and she was fabled to have driven her silvery chariot across the night sky, which I like. Um, and there's also like the the two wolves, the moon wolf and the sun wolf, chasing each other around. There's I was totally going to ask Norse. that because when you brought up the whole full, full moon thing and you know making people crazy, is that where they like merged the whole like? wolf man type scenario like werewolves like the lore of all of that you know i didn't get into werewolves i meant to um but we'll probably do a whole episode on oh, werewolves. werewolves yeah and i'll have more information then when i'm yeah. smarter <laughs> <laughs> i i think Lauren, show by yeah, show <laughs> they're and different cultures have different versions of what we call a werewolf and different versions of like where animals. So um I, I yeah, I think that probably has a connection. But yeah. I can't wait till Shelby tells us. There is um, <laughs> a podcast shout out to the podcast Lore. Um and he goes over um it's by Aaron Mankey and he goes over all like a lot he i mean he's it's been going for years so he has a lot in his um back catalog but he does an episode on werewolves and the um origins of how that started so until we do an episode you can tide yourself over with that yeah i probably will i'm writing things down yeah i was like lauren and i are like we're gonna have to listen to that like (laughs) yeah there's also a show on amazon prime if you have amazon prime um they did a show which is basically like the podcast Mm -hmm. with images like um like reenactments and like cool images so it's it i mean it's really interesting and i'm i mean i i i've been listening to that podcast i think it was my first podcast that i ever listened to (gasps) um so first one my first one um and it's it's really good i think also uh completely side note and then i'll be quiet about it but i think disney plus is doing a show that's called werewolf by night that looks pretty interesting um i haven't seen it yet i don't think it's out yet but it looked it 
It looked pretty cool. Yeah. They look yeah. pretty interesting. So um so according to wicca.com there's some names for the different moons that <gasps> happen in the month. So mm-hmm. January is often called a wolf or storm moon. Um February is a snow or ice moon. March is a worm, crow, or seed moon. So March full moon is my favorite. Um, Because worm, crow, and seed, fun, right? I love it. Um, April, hair, or pink moon. May is flower, or milk, or dyad moon. I do not know what a dyad is. I didn't look it up, so Uh, please write in. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. I think it's a type of nymph. Pretty sure. Brittany knows. I think it's a type of nymph. Yeah, sorry. Brittany's the one with the master's degree, obviously. (laughs) Oh my god, no! (laughs) I'm really into fairy tales and myths and that sort of shit. So, like, I'm pretty sure a dyad is a type of nymph. Don't quote me on that. Google that yourself. But I'm pretty sure. Sorry, I got excited. Sorry, continue. (laughs) Um, June is a mead or strawberry moon. Um, both. I'm into both of those. So, <laughs> or strawberry um, mead. Yeah, strawberry Ooh, mead, fun, delicious. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like really sugary. So I think it would get like it would pretty have a pretty high ABV, right? I have no freaking clue. Well, the sugar is what turns <laughs> Everything... into alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I I have no idea. You you <laughs> have boggled me. So I guess it depends because mead is a, a honey wine. It's a fermented honey um, beverage. So oh, so you, it should it should get you nice and sloshy. Then. It mm-hmm. it does in fact get you very nice and sloshy yeah. in a very little amount, and it warms you up from. It feels like it warms you up from the inside. It doesn't actually. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't <laughs> Do actually not go out without a coat. <laughs> yes, you will die. <laughs> July is the wart hay or buck moon um so july moon's not my favorite i don't want to wart thank Why? you so Why? wart i have another thing to tell you wart <laughs> used to be a word meaning any plant oh so saint john's wart is saint john's plant it's just saint john's oh, plant yeah so makes... wart was another word for a pl- just any sort of plant Oh, so, well, geez. Yeah. Now you know. So he didn't, that poor man didn't have a board. I thought this poor man had a board <laughs> this entire time. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, St. John. I, I was worried about him this whole time. Like, God, it a- must have been so bad they <laughs> named it after him. St. John has the wart, but it's, like, really healing. Like, it's you take healing. a little bit of St. John's wart, and you, like, put it in your tea, and for some it's reason like it works. Scrape <laughs> off of the saint's wart. And- <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> I love you, Shelby. <laughs> Love you so That's why I don't buy it. I was afraid to buy it. It's it's just this plant, you guys. Oh my no. god! <laughs> I can buy St. John's wort now. Ta-da! Now you know. Oh my god! So August is a sturgeon or barley moon. Um. So now we're back on track. September is Tyreek's favorite moon, a corn moon or harvest moon. Tyreek is the corn kid. I hope that child is blessed. Just through his time lives the most perfect life he, i love him so much he has brought so much joy into this world i hope he does well and whatever and whatever do you know who he, we're talking about lauren and i have absolutely no idea what we're talking oh my about God. i'll send a, you the video it's okay. so cute kid and he's like 
talking about corn and he's like, it's great. I like, it's perfect. Like, have you seen a more beautiful thing? And, and the guy's like, can you describe it? And he's like, it's like a big lump with knobs. And, <laughs> it's got the juice. Like, it's got the juice. Um, and, and he's, I don't know. It's just the cutest thing. He just loves corn, but then he like makes sure to say like, not everybody has to love it. You just have to try it, but not everybody has to love it for it to be the best. Have you heard the song? Yeah. That's why I'm getting all these quotes is because I know them from the song. (laughs) All right. We're going to have to send these to Lauren. Introduce her to corn. (laughs) Put it on our stories too, for everyone to see. Um, so let's see the corn moon Tyreek's moon is what it's going to be called in my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, October is a blood or hunter's moon. Um, cause it's too chilly. We already harvested last month. So, and then November is a beaver oak moon. Uh, I think that's my new favorite is the beaver moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry. I have to tell you another sidetrack. Oh um, God. Okay, so That's once a, we're here. So once upon a time, uh, this past weekend, I went to um, our local amusement park that they have a special Halloween deal that they do, um, and they have little haunted houses in there, and they're totally B grade haunted houses, which is what I can handle. Nice. So, yeah. um, but one That's of them, perfect. one of them was like based off of like a high school. And it's like, it was like zombie high or something like that. And they were the beavers. Zombies for high school to be scary. <laughs> yeah. But their team was the beavers. And there was a nice. bunch of beaver jokes. And I was like, yes. oh, somebody did this on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was like, oh, no, somebody did this on purpose. And I, I knew could- somebody from high school who was from, or not high school, from college who was from Beaver Creek, Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> yeah, they, they made a lot of beaver jokes. They were listen, into it. I mean, I mean they really they really went in with it. Listen, you got to lean into it. Uh, you know what? You beaver, be- beaver Creek, Ohio, may you be blessed. May you be may. eternally blessed. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. <laughs> um, and then December is the cold or long night moon because uh, it's chilly. Um, so let's go over everybody's favorite thing. What are your moon signs? <gasps> what, Brittany, what oh, is oh you want to ask? I want you to say your. It was mind. not a rhetorical question. Um, <laughs> I was not being rhetorical. Okay. Um. So I'm fun, and my my sun sign and my moon sign are the same. I'm Capricorn moon. I'm a Capricorn sun and Capricorn moon. So so very stable. Um, uh, sure. Lauren, what <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a Capricorn sun, so yeah, we're stable. I'm stable. <laughs> if we keep telling Lauren, ourselves it, it'll, right? it'll come true. <laughs> Lauren, what's your moon sign? I'm a Sagittarius moon. Sagittarius moon. So um, I got a lot of this information from cafeastrology.com. Hashtag shout out. Um, so the Sign position of your moon reveals a lot about your habits, reactions, instincts. Moon is like the emotional part mm-hmm. of the zodiac, so it's how like you deal with emotions and stuff like that. Um, to find out your moon sign, you'll need to um, – I guess you could figure out how to do your birth chart on your own, but what I would recommend is going to a website and letting uh, a com- computer algorithm <laughs> do it for you. Um, In order to so do that – Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, uh, in order to do that, you need to have know where you were born 
um, like the city you were born in and the time you were born. If you right. don't know the time you were born, everybody that I've talked to about that says put in noon on your birthday oh. because that will be the closest to what your that would be the farthest from because I was <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well what time were you born 10:59 p.m. wow i was so. born 1:25 p.m. oh 1:45 p.m. what you want to oh. something real cray cray what my uh one of my partners um his sun sign is Taurus and his rising sign is Capricorn and my rising sign is Taurus. I was born 125 a.m. or 125 p.m. He was born 125 a.m. So we've got this weird evening thing and I was just like, universe, you funny. Like (laughs) I was like, okay, universe, I'm listening. Thank you. I feel like the universe was like, you're a Capricorn and you will understand this pattern. Right. That's true. There you go. And I'm like, okay, thanks. I don't know what to do with this info, but I appreciate it. Like. Shelby, you didn't share. I just like how nice it looks. You didn't share yours. My moon sign is in Cancer, um, which is why I cry all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So you might be wondering, okay, well, I found out my moon sign. What does that mean? Well, let me tell you a couple details about people's moon signs. So if your moon is in Aries, you are impatient, and I will not hear anything to the contrary because (laughs) astrology is written in stone cannot be changed (laughs) absolute it is absolute (laughs) so you're impatient um and nothing happens soon enough for uh, somebody whose moon is in aries um they possess an inner fire because aries is a fire sign um on that water moon so fun um they like instant gratification they're very Uh, It's like a very defensive position so they can take things personally and deal with, but they like to deal with problems right away. They're very independent. That's a very Aries trait. Um, And they don't tread lightly or mess around with feelings. When they're talking about feelings, they're not going to dance around the subject. They're going to get right to it. Do you know anybody whose moon is in Aries? I don't. No. I don't. I'm going to be straight with you. I only know our moons. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I know like three other people's moon signs, and that's it. Yeah. Um. So for a moon in Taurus, um, they like familiarity. Um, they can be strong-willed. They can be very rooted in their ways. They like to avoid messy situations. They don't like things to be unpredictable. Um. Again, like I said, your mileage may vary. If this doesn't sound like you, then like you know, live your life. Who cares? Well, Um, you know, this is also you're taking – it's just like if you take your sun sign and just look mm -hmm. at your sun sign. Your whole chart together creates a much more in-depth, vivid picture of yourself. Right. So, you know – Well, and can give you things to, like, focus on and um, give you – Give you ways to look at how you react to things to find, right. like, appropriate coping mechanisms for that. You know, like, I know that I cry a lot, so my appropriate coping mechanism is antidepressants. So, <laughs> <laughs> so oh um, in my God. moon sign, it, I'll get to it in a minute, but it does say that I'm very funny. You're welcome, everyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong with crying. 
Crying is your body's way of finding stasis within you. But if you're doing it too much, there's also nothing wrong with antidepressants. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's also you. <laughs> okay, okay. You can cry and not have them. I cry and have them. You know, it's so, dealer's choice on that. <laughs> dealer's choice with that. Um. So where was I? Um. They like to their moon and Taurus people with their moon and Taurus like to avoid messy unpredictable situations um they may not easily recognize uh, if their partner has a need for change or growth but despite that they can be very romantic and sentimental so i'll deal with it you know what i mean uh i think that sounds fine um <laughs> let's say somebody's moon is in gemini they can be pleasant witty and charming every gemini i know is very witty and charming um and super pleasant to be around i have had uh, the opposite experience <laughs> <laughs> well my Geminis are just better than you I only have one you, Gemini you know I, though but that, that here's the deal probably I'm probably. here for it like <laughs> my mother-in-law is a Gemini so oh, you both lovely. know a Gemini okay yeah. okay yeah. then yeah okay well she's matching with more with more of my Gemini's uh <laughs> sort of vibes um with okay um they they're with with okay so with people that they're familiar with they can be moody and irritable um but they like to have a spoon in every pot uh they like to know what's going on they want to know they want to be in all the things they're very curious very well informed they can be very anxious and restless um mm -hmm. they dislike housework which apparently now i'm a moon in gemini <laughs> um, but there are <laughs> But they're always working on their homes. So, like, checks out. Maybe my moon is in Gemini. <laughs> Aren't you a Gemini rising, though? I am a Gemini rising. So okay, I think, I think that makes more sense. Yeah. Makes Guys, sense. can they try – can – can we need to figure out a name for our listeners. Um, like, the, the alarmed. Can the alarmed look up – our like now they'll know our big three can they triangulate where we were born from that no because they no, also have to have like there's like of, it's yeah, like it's, latitude and longitude and it's just like i wouldn't worry about it there's yeah i mean thousands. like <laughs> yeah if they had a lot of free time like maybe they i guess go for it people who do have that much free time we'll see well if you triangulate us email us and we will get, send you a response as long as you don't rat us out thank you um so now we get to go to the best moon sign which is moon and cancer which is my moon sign Wham. um so it's the most subjective position of the moon um it's the moon's uh domicile position so it's like um it's the it likes it. Well, well, so the sign is the rule, like the moon is the ruler of the sign cancer. Did I explain that? Listeners, yeah, so right in. <laughs> so each zodiac sign has a planet associated with it. Um, and, uh, and cancer so, is the moon. Right, cancer mm -hmm. is the moon. And that's why they often are depicted as um, very, very moody and um, their emotions come in and out like the tide. Um, and yeah, I feel that. Right, there's a lot of attachment. Like since they're a water element, there's a the attachment to that. Um, so they're often depicted as like weepy and dramatic and um, homebodies. Don't want to do anything. Don't want to go anywhere. One of my my, my other partners a cancer. So you know, <laughs> and I was like, 
And he was like, I hate it when people depict me like that. And then I just, <laughs> he's not always like that, but sometimes I lovingly look over at him and just go, yes, dear. <laughs> I understand, my love. I understand, like, <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, so, so the moon is domicile in cancer. Um, if you don't know what that means, Google it. Cause that's the best I can do at explaining it. I barely understand what I'm saying. Um, potential to get in touch with the feelings and moods of others, which I think is rude. I don't like being as empathetic as I am. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't care for it. Um, <sighs> people whose moon is in cancer can get quite wrapped up in themselves um they're never detached they cling to things their home the people that they care for i am pretty clingy i'll give them that um i get like really sentimental with things um even like really stupid things like boxes like i'll be like well i can't throw this away what if i need to like pack it back in this box if we move like shelby you own your home you're not gonna move throw the box away (laughs) i think that's an adult issue though it's true it's not just a cancer moon issue i think it's an adult issue. i blame it on being raised by a hoarder too so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of Mm -hmm. and so this is what i was gonna gonna bring up uh at some point is um so it is so how do i say it so do you think like (laughs) (laughs) um so do you think that you know, when people are bored with their sun sign or their rising sign or their moon signs, whatever, they inherently have these traits? Or do you think that, like, we have the experiences that we have that cause these traits because we were born in our whatever signs, you know? Yes. Yeah, both. Yes. <laughs> All both. of well, it. All right. Because, so think about it, like, let's say that you're born – um and in your genetics, you have, like, an inherent trait, right? Depending on your environment and your experiences and, um, you know, lots of different things, that will present differently in different people. So, you know, like, let's say that – well, let's talk about, like, a trauma response. So if, you know, the three of us go through the same traumatic event, <clears throat> whatever it is, all three of us could middle school. I mean, <laughs> it was middle school. Fucking fair. <laughs> but I mean, we all had a different response to that. We didn't all respond to it the exact same way. Um, despite that we all had the exact same experience, right? So I mm-hmm. think that you're born with this chart, which is kind of like genetics, it's this predispositioned thing. But depending on you know your experiences and your environment yada 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 you're going to have a different way of expressing that right so kind of like how like you can be you can have a genetic marker but that that you know leaves you predisposed to a disease that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get it or not exactly um yeah which you know I kind of feel that way too but I do also like feel um, cause you know, I was raised in a, like a pretty critical home. So that made me like a perfectionist and, um, guys, I've been through a lot of trauma therapy. So, uh, <laughs> I like, I, you know, I, I see how different experiences in my life have shaped how I am now. And it's only made me more of a Capricorn, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with a cancer moon. Um, okay. <laughs> 
segue back. Um, so yeah, I can I can be uh, pretty clingy with my things. Very sentimental. Um, probably overly sentimental. Um, I should really let things go, and I try to work on that. You know, every day. Um, I seek out security and familiarity. I definitely do that. Um, and a person with their moon in Cancer just wants peace and quiet. And honestly, is that too much to ask? <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Um, they have a strong attachment to safety and makes them leery of change. And then I'm also a Capricorn on top of that, which is very rude. Um, <laughs> when we go over like zodiac signs, I can't wait to talk about my birth chart because honestly, it, it's a fun me birth off. chart. It <laughs> <me> off. <laughs> I'm like, who, who made, who decided this? You I need did. to talk to your manager. No, <laughs> I refuse to believe that. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, who decided this? And also, who decided to make me poor? Because that's it's incompatible, right? I'm like, how dare you give me this chart and make me fucking poor? I'm very poor. I, I don't like it. The audacity. <laughs> dare For real. you. <laughs> um, so the, the people with their mood in cancer, they don't like superficiality. And I can, I like go out of my way to make sure I don't seem superficial. Like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I stopped telling people happy birthday on Facebook and I only text them now. Like, cause I'm like, mm, I don't want them to think that I am only saying happy birthday because I saw it on Facebook oh, or because everyone else is doing it. I didn't notice Nobody because cares. I'm not on Facebook. I didn't really notice <laughs> right, yeah, either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for but texting anyway, us like, happy I birthday. Go, <laughs> yeah. I go like out of my way to avoid being uh, superficial. Um, they have a hard time compartmentalizing their feelings. Um, and that is why I'm an oversharer. Um, they awesome. can dwell on hurts too long and my – I used to get in trouble. Like, Shelby, don't dwell. Don't harp. That's what I used to get. Gosh, people hurt my feelings and I have to talk about it for three months minimum. Thank you. Who who told you this? Oh, I mean, my mother. That, that, <laughs> that person. Okay. That, well, we, that, we, that bad lady, as uh, my niece calls her. Well, we, well, I mean, she's not wrong. But yeah. we all know uh, that she was full of shit. So, yeah. Um, and oh, back to what I was saying before, uh, people with their moon and cancer have a great sense of humor. Obviously I'm very funny. You're welcome. And I, I put you're welcome for the episode titles. Um, so, and then, um, so basically give them security and you'll take the crabbiness out of the crab. That is a quote from astrologycafe.com. They thought of that. Very uh -huh. funny. I love every second of it. Um, <laughs> They're very dependable and they're a friend for life, which um, I can attest because I've been a bridesmaid in so many weddings. <laughs> oh, my God. But you were a great bridesmaid. I am a great bridesmaid. You are um, a great bridesmaid. I've been in about seven weddings. <laughs> I, just, you, I can't help but being such a good – yeah. I, I'm extremely sentimental. Did you okay. – did, what did I just go over? <laughs> okay. Shelby. Obviously. Lauren... <laughs> Lauren and I need a fashion show at some point. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I, oh, we'll I can try them. and squeeze. Well, one of them, I was 17 because it was my aunt's wedding. Uh, I don't think I can squeeze. I, oh, I Honestly, I don't have that one. I think that one was at my grandma's house, so it probably got sold. You lied to us. I lied. You lied to us. Also, like, there was no way I was going to squeeze into that one. I used to I'm sure skinny. there's pictures. We should just put a collage yeah. together. Yeah, I'll put, yeah. I'll put a collage. 
Lauren um, and I will hang it up and be like, yeah, that's Shelby and all of her bridesmaids dresses. All of her glory. Um, I'm going to be on 27 dresses. I'm going to be the sequel. Um, <laughs> it's just going to be a girl complaining about being a cancer man. <laughs> that's all it is. This, this movie's really boring. There's no conflict. She just complains a lot. No, you are your own conflict. That's the conflict. <laughs> me. You're welcome. Um, so somebody with their moon in Leo, um, when they're comfortable, they like to be the center of attention, but they're not as outgoing as like a Leo sun. Um, they prefer the spotlight in their homes around their family and friends. Um, they like to take the role of the comic. Um, they like to organize and um, control their family and friends. Uh, they like everything. They like to be the overseer of everything in their circle. They like to manage. They are the managers um, in their friend group. Um, they can be very creative. They can be very bossy. Um, they want to treat others fairly and justly. So, you know, if they're they're bossy, it's for your own good. Um, they do require a lot of love and care, which I feel like is just a good assumption about any human being. Mm -hmm. Can't go wrong with that. Um, if they feel slighted, they will be dramatic and emotional. And I think that's fine, personally. You know, honestly, um, I'm for that. Yeah, I am for it. So Just, my you know, kid emotions. is a Leo moon. Oh. And all of that resonates. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, and they can be proud um, and they don't like to follow orders. How does that feel in your heart of hearts? <laughs> So he, well, if we're going to compare it to my kid, they, they'll follow orders, but only because they know if I have to, like, tell them to do something, it's for a reason. Right. Yeah. And usually I explain myself, so. Well, yeah, and they it's only because you're a good parent that they follow your orders. <laughs> well, that once again goes back to, like, that whole, like, the environment thing. Depending yeah. on how, like, your experience and the environment you live in you're going to have a different reaction to it. So, of course, you know, your kid. If you hear heavy breathing, it's the dog. Again, it's lightning. <laughs> no, it's, it's a ghost. <laughs> no, it's, a ghost. <laughs> it's the ghost from it's last It's the ghost episode. from last episode. <laughs> oh, just as long as we don't make them mad this time. <laughs> um, so somebody's moon is in Virgo. Um, they find security in the little things. Honestly, I read this description and I was like, am I in love with a Virgo moon? I think so. Um, they feel confident when they've taken control of the details of their everyday life. They like running errands and paying bills. Weird. And balancing <laughs> the books. Um, they can nag a lot. But honestly, I read that and I was like, well, if people just did what they said, it wouldn't be nagging. It would just be asking one time. That's all I'm saying. Um, they... <laughs> They help you take care of your life. Um, they feel best if useful, if they feel useful and needed. And then I was like, am I a Virgo moon? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, all I want to do is feel needed and helpful. Um, they're you always are, the first to help. I am. You, That's you who I am. You are and you are needed. Yeah. And we love right. you. I love it. <laughs> um, they can lack self-confidence and um, are content with simplicity so I'm not a Virgo moon um, they don't want too much attention they're easily overwhelmed and pressure uh, by pressure and stress um, and they worry a lot and overthink so do you guys know any Virgo moons? once again I, you are the only no. moons I know <laughs> <laughs> I think I do I can't remember though I, I do so Sometimes we have like brunch 
with my friends out here in the city that I live in and, Hmm. um, you know, we'll sit around and I'll read tarot cards, um, or I'll go over, I'll make them tell me all of their things. Like I've literally made them call their mom to find out the time they were born (laughs) so I can do their birth chart and I have it on an app in my phone. Um, so I need to look up their moons. Um, but I am far too lazy. Um, Speaking of lazy, just kidding. There was one where they was like talking about being lazy. And I was like, I don't think this sign is lazy. I just think they're tired. Um, Fair. Moon in Libra is a strong need for partnership. Okay. I honestly was like, Moon in Libra, maybe just make sure you're in therapy. Um, it can lead to a <laughs> lot of concessions in relationships. Um, and then I said, get yourself a Capricorn bestie. Um, real fast because we will scream at you until you leave your shitty partner <laughs> um they're very sympathetic and have a lot of concern for others they're very social um they enjoy a mental rapport um they like to feel safe and secure in their partnership they're very charming they are given to flirtatiousness um they're not aggressive they're gentle and and refined um and i went okay am i in love um and then if anything out of whack um, it's gonna bother them until it's fixed, and they love winning arguments. And then I went, never mind. <laughs> I win the arguments. Thank you. Um, so Moon in Scorpio. Let's see if your Moon is in Scorpio, listeners. Um, the alarmed. I don't know the charm. Yeah, I I, I like the alarmed. The alarmed. I like yeah. the alarmed. In this political climate, for real, the alarmed. <laughs> um. So Moon is in Scorpio. They seek out emotional intensity. They're just like really intense is the vibe I got reading their little thing. Um, They want to see beyond facades and get to the core of a person or issue. Um, They love rebirth and transformation, which when I hear that as a Capricorn makes me shudder. Just like, (laughs) oh God, no, just buy the house. Just one house for the rest of my life. Um. They want to test their own strength and stir up emotional excitement. Um, they don't do things halfway. Um, they're not interested in meaningless relationships. Um, they have a strong fear of betrayal. Um, they seek out commitment. Uh, they put people through tests. They want their partner to give up something for them. And that's when I went, this is weird. Go to therapy. Um, and then once they're committed, they're very loyal and protective partners. Um, so, yeah, they uh, – you know, if you feel like that, again, this is a great time to look at what is healthy and not healthy and find a good coping mechanism like therapy um, instead of testing your partner, which is don't do that. That's a toxic trait, y'all. It's don't ta- don't it's be toxic. doing that. That's toxic. Just talk to them about it. Don't be toxic. Don't do it. Okay. <laughs> um, let's say somebody's moon is in Sagittarius. I think I know somebody with that moon. Who could it be? <laughs> it's one of the three moons I know. Um, <laughs> All right, Lauren. They, okay, let's see what's real and what, or right, what resonates. They have a need for personal freedom and space. Yeah. Um, they're extraordinarily happy and easygoing as long as they don't feel caged in, which I it resonated with me as my bestie. As yeah, like I think that's true. Um, they like meeting people, going out into the world and traveling. Um, mm. they love open spaces and roomy, bright environments in their home. And I was like, she does have an open floor plan. <laughs> That's not my choice, but <laughs> yeah, I do. I do like I do. 
open and I guess not so much as like bright blinding spaces, but just like, I don't know, warm, cheerful is probably the word. Yeah, warm and cheerful. I would yeah. I would still call your house bright. Like you have like the open windows and stuff. I mean, you're not like me mm-hmm. who's like all blinds are closed, all windows are closed. <laughs> we have a lamp, no overhead lights. Um so let's see. They are very good teachers, which as we already have discussed this episode, it was like hard for me to hold my tongue when you were like, "I work with kids." And I was like, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're very, they have a very helpful spirit. Um, they can easily forget appointments, but are just so cute and sweet. No one cares. Um, (laughs) I didn't, I didn't find that resonating. I remember appointments as a mom. Yeah. And here's, and I wonder if this is because, um, because I, I, I've not been diagnosed, but I honestly think probably had a little touch of ADHD. Um, and a little, a, a little bit. And Lauren used to always be the one, like we would go to the pool, like her mom would come pick me up. We'd go swimming. We'd get back to the like little locker room. Eric's was an indoor pool. And I would be like, Oh, I forgot a towel. And she was like, yeah, I know. I brought you one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I cannot tell you how many times you saved my butt. And then yeah. I'll be like, there's so many pictures you. where I'm like wearing her jacket because she just had to. <laughs> right. Right. And I'm just like, uh. so I don't, yeah, I don't like that. I think that's not accurate for Lauren. Yeah. And I realize <laughs> now, um, and this might be because I'm going over this in therapy right now, but I realize now like my mom like wasn't very good at those sorts of things. And Lauren really made up for it. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I try to always be prepared. Yeah. Um, but again they're just so cute and sweet no one cares so if you do start forgetting things we won't mind Um, they can be outdoorsy and love a change of scenery they like friendly competition which I found very true because we um, used to play games the outdoorsy thing not so much I don't really like insects so if there's a lot of insects that's just I'm going to be uncomfortable or if it's like sweltering like super duper hot out Mm-mm. no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no thank you Or freezing it could be freezing no. i just well maybe that's your scorpio sun sign creeping in do scorpios like being outside probably not i'm gonna go with no <laughs> she like lauren likes everything to be in a temperate zone yes like a different area of the yeah. country yeah honestly but um if caught in a routine for too long they want to escape but will come back when they feel refreshed how do you feel about that i wasn't sure i didn't think so i mean yes and no like if a routine works i'll keep it but if it ends Mm -hmm. up not working then i'll change and uh try to figure out one that was that will work right um they have a willingness to have blind faith they believe everything will just work out and they're willing um, to make plans without working out all the details and they're like very adaptable they'll sort of just wing it um, and they can so, go with the flow as I get older I kind of feel like I'm leaning more towards that yeah I honestly I'm... feel like the adaptability part of that was very true like you nothing I'm very high strung um, I don't know if anybody can tell um, and so like when things aren't going the way that I thought they would go in my head um, it can be like, I don't know how to handle it, but Lauren's always been just like super chill, 
keeping me from go flying off the handle. I really <laughs> appreciate that. Um, but you so, feel like you feel like you're going more towards that. The older you get, Lauren. Yeah, like kind of just like okay, this is I, I, it's a good point to pivot, basically. Yeah, you're like you're better with rolling with the punches. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, and then the last thing that it says is they're hungry for knowledge and and mind expanding ideas, and they love um, figuring out the truth. Um, yes. and again, it, and then it was like, they yes. make great teachers. And I was like, you already said that. And yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I think that resonates more. I mean, a lot of stuff in there resonated for, um, yeah, me as your friend, but like that really, I was like, that just hit the gong that right there. Yeah. Like that, that's Lauren to a T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's say someone's moon is in Capricorn. Hey, yo. Uh, Ayo. So they like being useful and productive. Um, they're generally keep their emotions under control. So they come across as competent people. And I would say so as my friend yes. that I refer to as my master's degree friend. <laughs> I'm glad it, I appear competent. <laughs> You're very. It's working. It's working. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> I've tricked you all. Um they have a desire for clear boundaries and realistic goals, which I think is very, um, very true for you. Like you're, I'm never confused at what Brittany expects of me. Right. <laughs> There's never any confusion about she's, she got it. She cut those boundaries nice and clear and she set them up. And I'm like, yes, I, I see those and I respect those. It took me a long time to build healthy boundaries though. Like it took, yeah. me, it took me a really long time and now it's like uh, now it's almost like not so much a game but like I'll set up a boundary and I'll watch people and not, and not a whole lot of people do this you know don't get me wrong but it's interesting to see the people that do try to cross them and my first reaction is not to give way to the boundary which is huge for me but it's to mm-hmm. look at them and be mm-hmm. like why do expect that boundary to go away or why do you feel the need to like smack up against that boundary so healthy boundaries are great kids yeah you need to have them like <laughs> if you need help with healthy boundaries may i recommend therapy um <laughs> which i'm going to recommend every single podcast get ready for it um so let's see they look for safety and security um which i feel like is also a very like sun and capricorn thing Mm -hmm. um so that makes sense for you (laughs) i also feel like that's an everybody thing right yeah all humans yeah like all humans are looking for safety and security i do think so more so for the um you know a lot of people in capricorn i okay so i've seen a lot of people who are like totally okay living on the edge just like like I see them live in their life and I'm like, I don't know how you are living paycheck to paycheck because we have the same job. Like you and I uh... have the same job making the same money and you are just doing something different than me somewhere in your life and you are okay with that because like I don't know how they're living on the edge and they're fine with it and that's very strange to me. Uh, so I used to have problems with that but now i'm at that point where i'm like that sounds like a them problem 
Right. Yeah. No. And I totally think it's a them problem, but they are okay with it. Like they are totally fine. And I think it's that, um, like trauma thing of like, when you grow up in chaos, you kind of, um, feel most comfortable in chaos. So then, um, you know, and you know, maybe they haven't done as much trauma therapy as I have. (laughs) No big deal. I'm very fancy. Um, so Moon and Capricorn, they respect authority and tradition, which I don't necessarily think is, uh, I think you have a healthy idea of who gets authority, but I don't think that you just respect authority for authority's sake. Um, I think I did when I was younger. I Yeah, like, I feel like we all did because we were white ladies yeah (laughs) yeah that's kind of how we're conditioned I also Um, you know I think and it's something that I really recently started questioning was I really have a difficult time with breaking rules or looking at rules and going that rule is stupid why is that rule that's there? That's true. Yeah. Because or just I, like blindly being like, well, that's what the rule is. Like, of course the I'm rule. going to do that. Yeah. And so now now that I've gotten older, um, it's one of those things where now I'm sitting and I'm going, that is an asinine rule. Why is that rule there? Right. So, <laughs> yeah. I think maybe I've matured more into yeah. that. But definitely but I when I was a the kid. the tradition um, of like, like you're the one who like celebrates the um like Samhain and all like Yule oh yeah the like pagan holidays so like you do like a good tradition oh I love traditions Um, traditions are great for me it's something that I always get to look forward to like there's always something for me to look forward to because you know every part of the year Mm -hmm. has something cool going on so right especially this part of the year it's my favorite yeah from my favorite yeah October to December is my favorite part of the year I was like all my favorite things are in this like sector of the year so i honestly think we should replace valentine's day with halloween too (laughs) do you want to know something interesting so um a lot of the so a lot of halloween traditions from like uh the 1800s and the early 1900s was a lot more like valentine's day Oh really? Like there's had a lot to do with like divination for like your true love and like well that's um, the apple thing yeah and then like doing the apple thing right and then doing like love spells and like I cast a spell on you my you know happy Halloween (laughs) yeah it was it's actually really interesting so maybe you're not as far off as you think I also think Valentine's Day is highly commercialized and mm-hmm. I don't have anything like personally against Valentine's Day. I'm just so pro Halloween and it's just like a pretty much nothing holiday to me. So that's fair. That's and how I feel about it. I love chocolate and I love Valentine's Day decorations because I love hearts and I love all the girly frilly nice and stuff. pink. But I straight up have told both of my partners I'm like I don't really care if we do anything on actual valentine's day i'm cool with us having like a nice date afterwards because i've never i mean never Uh yeah lord knows i've never had a good outing date on valentine's day i'm a liar there was one and that was the time we went to go see the first deadpool (laughs) on valentine's day and we went to a fork and screen um which i call it fork and screen like like your fork and something, but it's fork and screen, <laughs> and that you can order dinner while you watch a movie, and nice. that was the best Valentine's Day 
date I've ever been on, all the rest of them have been garbage. <laughs> Complete and total garbage. It's always better to go out afterwards. That and I would just think that's like the day everyone's gonna go out. So exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not fighting crowds. I will just do yeah. it another day. It ain't mm-hmm. worth it, y'all. See, and, like all the stuff that I want to do. And I have Valentine's to stay home day. and pass out candy. Plus, if you wait until the day after, <laughs> all the chocolate, all the stuff's sale. on sale. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you get to buy yourself all the great stuff. Honestly, to be honest, with Valentine's Day, all the stuff I want to do Valentine's Day, I can pretty much do at home. Any day, including. But like, <laughs> including forking, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but not at the movie theater. That's against the law. <laughs> I respect that rule that we know of. In that, like, <laughs> yeah, she hasn't questioned that law yet. I don't want um, to. No, thank you. That's too much anxiety. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, so they're calm, cool, and collected. Um. And they are better at planning ahead than the rest of us, which as a Capricorn son, I am. Um, <laughs> I am better at planning ahead than you are. I'm just going to admit it. Anybody, all of you, every listener, I'm better at planning ahead than you are. You're going to have somebody who's like a professional, like. <laughs> I'm a party planner, so I think I'm better than you because right? I'm a professional. Or somebody who's And I'm going like, to be like, you know what? You probably are. I'm just right. kidding. Because of my sense of humor, because of my Cancer Moon. <laughs> Watch it be somebody like some millionaire's secretary or something who's like, girl, you have no clue. And if you are, by the way, a secretary of a millionaire, a billionaire, or a one percent, tell us your story. I'm actually yeah, send interested in your life. Patreon, and also, um, tell your boss about our Patreon. (laughs) We're three adorable quirky girls that very quirky girls have birth charts that really shouldn't allow us to be poor. Right. It should not allow us to be poor. The audacity. We we would like an investor, is what we're saying. Thank you. Um, Okay. Just into our lives, not the podcast, just our lives. Um, so they can be very hard on themselves, which I that resonated with me for you. Yeah, that's. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they would right. benefit from letting their guard down once in a while, which I feel like over time you've learned. I think you've you've yeah. grown into that. Yeah. Um, but also, how dare have... you? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you suggest that? How dare See, as a Cancer Moon, I can do that. Um, <laughs> That's why Moon signs are important. Unless you don't know your birth time, who cares? Um. And so they have a reputation of being mountains of strength, um, which I agree with. And they easily hide their sensitivity behind sarcastic manner, which I agree with. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they can be cold and calculating, but like, honestly, okay. did you push them into it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is something about Capricorns. They're just like, Capricorns are just, they're like the cold hearted bitch that would rather get money over people. And I'm like, okay. Fair. I've met some Capricorns like that. But I'm cold and calculating when there's a reason. Like, I'm like, mm, I don't trust you. I don't trust that. So, no, I'm not going to give you. You're just prepping for the worst case scenario. <laughs> well, and and the worst only... case scenario is that person's a bitch. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to give you any, like, like, any leeway or fodder or info I'm not going to feed into whatever it is that you're trying to do because I don't trust you. And no, thank you. 
At that point, right. I think I think people have called me cold and calculating, especially when I've cut people off, because I'm like, absolutely not, we're done. Like I'm yeah. just like, nope, we're done. I don't want anything to do with you. I I don't wish usually I don't wish anything bad on them, but it's just right. Like, yeah, you just wish yeah. them not to be there anymore. Right. Thank I'm you. like, listen, you are on that side of the bridge. Be well. Be blessed. Have a merry life. G- have a, the greatest time. But over there for forever. Fuck off for forever. Is how I feel about it. And then I burnt light the bridge on fire and I'm like, okay, here we go. So yeah, to those people, I can see why I'm cold and calculating. But like, you gotta be when you gotta be, man. Well, and there's also like the idea of like, you're always going to be the villain in somebody's story. Oh, yeah. In somebody's story, you're going to be the bad guy. So there's nothing you you can do about it. You can do everything right. You, You know, to quote Picard. You can do everything correct and still fail. So just like you yeah. can you can be the kindest, best person in the entire world. You can do everything ethically, correctly, and, you know, know that you're doing it right. And you will still end up being a villain in somebody's story because that's how they have decided to personify you. Right. And you're just going to have to be cool with that, right. you know. And the older Life- you get, the more comfortable you are with that. Now, listen, <laughs> I, w- I was just telling... I was literally just telling one of my partners, I was like, my 30s have been way more fun than my 20s. I have lived my Everybody 30s says way that. more than my 20s. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Everybody that I've met that's in their 30s uh, has always been like, this is way better it's than the way last better. <laughs> Yeah. Because um, it's just Lauren, your you 20s agree? with more money. Yes. Right. Well, that and you just start like not giving a fuck as much right it's the best it's friends it is glorious and i can't wait until i hit like my 40s when i really really (laughs) like really come into our own of not giving any fucks (laughs) i love it at this point now whenever people come up to me and they're like well you know i just well because so obviously listeners if you haven't picked up i am polyamorous um you can have whatever feelings about that that's your business but I'm like, I have so- It's a you feeling and don't email us. Thank you. Right. This, this is what I would call a you problem. I don't give a flying fuck. But, um, you know, I, I, I think it's hilarious, though, because I will have some people that will figure that out about me, which whatever, it's my business, it's none of theirs. And then they will just go into this like, oh, I could never do that. I, I could never. And they're, they're like, mind is boggling. Nobody's like, asking you to. Exactly. My first <laughs> thought is, okay, I wasn't asking. <laughs> I'm not hitting on you. I'm not trying to pressure you into doing that, bruh. Like, listen, honey, I, I want you to be happy with whatever you're doing in your life. That's your business. It's not mine. But yeah, that's, I'm telling you, I can't wait. But I mean, still stuff still bothers me because I'm a human. Right. And yeah. we're social creatures and it hurts whenever, you know, you're not being accepted or you're being ousted by something that is not harming yourself or anybody around you. So sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that, you know, that doesn't affect me at all because it does. Certain people it does, but I love it when strangers are like, oh, oh, I can't believe you do that. And I'm like, that sounds like our, my favorite is I go, thank you for your unsolicited opinion about a relationship that doesn't involve you. I will log that away. Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> Just like, oh, thanks for that. I appreciate like it's like with new parents when they get all this really weird unsolicited parent- parenting advice and you're just like or just pregnant people just getting the weirdest 
Let me touch your bellies and give you just garbage advice. Okay, so uh-huh. I'm sure that our listeners are already among this type of people. But listen, don't touch somebody without their permission. You don't have the right to touch somebody because they're pregnant or because they have different hair and you want to feel what it's like. Oh, yeah, and, that's another thing. And yeah. don't give people an unsolicited opinion or advice if they didn't ask for it. Yep. End of story. I love you, person who's Fair. listening to this and needed to hear this and doesn't like that advice. I love you. I'm here for you. I appreciate you. But ingest it. Hold it. Hold it in your brain and be like, you know what? This is something I can work on. Just mull it over. This yum, is yum, it. Yum on it. Your advice from Brittany. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so anyway, she's cold and calculating. Yeah. So astrologycafe.com. Um I I found this interesting because I'm also a Capricorn. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so they told you to be nice and you can get the crabby out of the crab. And they said a cute thing about Lauren. Did they not say a cute thing about the Capricorn moon? Did they just leave it at their call to calculate? Get to it. Okay. I have like four lines left. Oh my god, I was about to. I was like, this is fighting words. That was my segu back way back <laughs> into it. Your segu. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Fine, I'll sit down. Um, again, another shout out to, and that's why we drink. I obviously listen too much and think I'm a part of that podcast as well. Um, I do talk back to them when when I'm like listening to them, and I'll like banter back, and I'll be like, they can't. Could you uh, could you imagine if they ever stumbled across this and decided to reach out and talk to us? I'll die. I think so. I'd, I think I'd barf from excitement. If you <laughs> see my obituary, you'll know what happened. Um, All right. So it says, whenever Capricorn is found in the chart, there's a desire for structure and control. Yes. Um, Capricorn is the sign of organization. You're welcome. And efficient <laughs> management. Again, you're welcome. Pay me more. <laughs> Um, so when the moon is found in the sign, the world of emotions are well managed and handled in a f- efficient and practical manner. So like you're doing such a good job. I'm trying. I did. I okay. You guys obviously can't see me. Thank God, because I am a hot mess today. <laughs> but when you mentioned organized, my eyes literally were like, oh. <laughs> because I want to be organized like I have a desperate need to be organized but my ADHD is like my good bitch <laughs> it ain't happening no and I'm we like okay. some some other astrological planet was like no it's gonna be in something other than Capricorn Absolutely I don't know not. which one <laughs> but it ain't it ain't that and I'm just like okay like in my head I'm totally organized but then you look in my space and you're like Brittany and I'm like yes, <laughs> I'm aware <laughs> I feel like I'm organized in like a, I know that there's a paperclip underneath the TV stand. Because I saw it three um, days ago. That's chaotic. And I know that it's there. <laughs> that's chaotic organization. So. You're welcome. So yeah. we were so good at organizing. We're creating new ways to organize. Um, <laughs> and it's having everything explode in your home. Does organizing um, your Pinterest count as organizing? <laughs> I have like certain things that I keep extremely organized. My sewing space, very organized. I okay, like all yeah. my tools get put up exactly where they go. All my like, you know, fabrics are organized in little bins, like all my tiny elastics and stuff, mm-hmm. all in like tiny bins. All my patterns are organized by type um, in like magazine racks, like mm-hmm. extremely organized. Um, other parts, like 
my living room. Maybe right. not as organized. It, it just happens. Wherever that thing yeah. got put, that's where it belongs now. I've, Lauren, I was going to say, shout out to Lauren right here. Lauren, I have always been super oh. jealous of your organization skills. Oh my God. Oh, Her house you. is amazing, you oh guys. You just got to be there. <laughs> Like, Sometimes I just dream about living in her home. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> like when I was a kid, I always was like, man, if I could just be more like Lauren, and I would try so hard. And then, you know, not knowing I had ADHD, and now understanding now why I am the way I am. But anyways, Lauren, I've always admired your organization skills. Oh, thank you. I, you I like so organizing things. <laughs> I find it like a puzzle. It's like Tetris to me. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is the Lauren is Amazing podcast. Oh, uh, thank you for coming you. to this episode. Um, as well as Shelby and Brittany and well, Cancer Moons with their humor and Capricorns just awesome all around. So yeah. Sun Moon Rising. There we go. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, so they need to feel worthwhile and they need to feel respected by others in order to feel secure, which I feel like is uh, very important to Brittany is to feel respected. And I think mm-hmm. that you deserve that every single day. Well, thank you. Oh, oh my oh god, god, guys. <laughs> <laughs> We are amazing. We really are great people. Um, (laughs) So let's say somebody isn't on this show and their moon is in Aquarius, or as I like to call it, Aquariums. Um, (laughs) So they can be extremely observant, um, loving to analyze why people do what they do, um, which I know an Aquarius sun, and she is very much like this. Um, Even a shy personality, especially in youth, um they often grow up feeling different um they can be rather sociable but are loners at heart uh many have strong egos uh they have a lot of pride um when they're being attacked in any way especially regarding their character they can become very inflexible and cold um and they fully expect others to accept them exactly as they are and then i wrote yas queen because <laughs> i'm yes, for that yes queen. <laughs> um so if your moon is an aquarius you should be accepted exactly how you are um and then and let's say someone's moon is in pisces how are they like they're dreamy and not always in touch with reality reality and i love that for some reason <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's because i'm so not like that because i'm just such an earth sign uh that gosh that sounds nice escaping reality um, on occasion really yeah. sounds like a dream right yeah really. especially like this specific reality right <laughs> that we're having right now and this moment um, in time <laughs> yeah they have remarkable intuition they're empathetic they're remarkable compassion they have remarkable compassion and love um, they have a sense of humor that is delightfully silly and a bit odd. Gosh, you guys, I'm a little bit in love with a Pisces now. Um, <laughs> they have a strong sense of humor that is more receptive to the uh, – rece- okay, they have a strong sense of humor that is more re- the receptive kind than the type of sense of humor that would make people the life of the party. Um, so they have a sense of humor, but it's not like – like a Leo would have a sense of humor. It's more um, like spaced out and, you know, dreamy. Um, Generally considered soft hearted and sweet. Um, They're very accepting. And I'm just like loving this. Um, (laughs) Seemingly boundless compassion, which um, also, you know, protect your peace too. 
um because you can get pet- uh, com- compassion fatigue um don't wear yourself out yeah and a lot of people, people always I- self-care and unfortunately, whenever you are somebody who has a lot of compassion and are very loving and caring, unfortunately, you have a tendency to attract people who take advantage, take advantage of that whether they choose not to or they cannot do that for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, for everybody out there, you deserve to be loved and cared for and treated the way that you treat other people. So if, you know, PSA, if somebody is treating you like crap, then, you know, you Then get a Capricorn bestie and me and Brittany will scream at you until you (laughs) leave them. them. So, yeah, I mean, like, be sure to protect your peace. There's absolutely nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Right. And guess where Brittany and I learned this? Therapy. Go to it. All alone in the moonlight. Because <laughs> we're doing moons, getting moons. Oh, oh. my God, Shelby. You're so clever. <laughs> um, so they have the seemingly boundless compassion. Um, solitude is important to them, but they also need people. So their retreats will be short-lived. Um, so if your moon is in Pisces... Call me. Just kidding. I, you um, know, I or pictured, am I? I've always pictured people who are Pisces because um, I actually don't know many of them. But to me, that anytime I picture Pisces, I picture, um, you know how when it's becoming dusk and the sky looks like pink and blue cotton candy and you got the big fluffy clouds that have like the beautiful like oranges and pinks to them and you're just like, ah, Pisces. Yeah. That's what yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. I know one Pisces son, and she's just very delightful. I have very delightful friends. I don't know what to say. Like, all of my friends are great, regardless of sign. It's because you weeded um, out all the bitches. That's why. Right. <laughs> it's because I snip, snip pretty quick. Right. Uh, I'll, snip, I'll snip a person out uh, pretty quick. So let's do our lightning round. Are you guys excited? Oh. Our moon lightning round? I am so um, excited. So new moon or full moon? Uh, I'd probably go with full. <clears throat> okay. Both because oh. they're they're different. Like they have di- both of them have different energies, and I, I I I couldn't choose one or the other. They both have good qualities, and they both have qualities that I find positive and negative. So, mm-hmm. so my answer is neither because I forgot what day it was. Um, I can't keep track of the moons regardless of how many places I write it down. I write it down in my planner. I put it in my phone. I have an app on my phone. I have it on, you know, four different calendars and I still end up, did I do a full moon spread? Uh, you know, seven days ago. No, I did not. Um, (laughs) so anyway, apparently for me, it's neither. Well, Um, you can still do that stuff with like. A day or two before, after, and during. Yeah, and I and I think yeah. of that, and I think, oh gosh, tonight I really have to do that because I forgot it last night, and that happens for an entire week straight, and then it's like, well, now we're in a waning crescent. So, <laughs> well, you know what I call that? You know what I really think about when stuff like that happens? Um, and you, you know, maybe this is just me coping with my fucking ADHD or whatever. <laughs> being neurodivergent, being being neurospicy, you know, very interesting. Um, <laughs> neurospicy. I think, um, honestly, that's the universe's way of being like, you don't need to worry about doing that. Yeah. If you keep forgetting it, even though you have all of these, like, notifications, 
then I think it's just it's not something that's important for you right now. So yeah, and it can be important for me later because so I used to be this forgetful. I mean, I'm this forgetful all the time. Um, but I used to be that way about holidays. Like mm-hmm. when we would have like, oh, wear a green shirt for St. Patrick's Day, and I never did. Um, <laughs> and then Lauren was always coming in clutch, bringing me like a pin or something, <laughs> right? Coming in clutch. So people would pinch the shit out of us at school. They would. Yeah, because it was the '90s, and you could do that back then. Right. Well, the um, '90s and, and again, the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, and again, um, this is a another PSA about don't touch people <laughs> without their yeah. fucking consent. It's not that hard. Did did you ask if you could touch them, and did they say yes? If neither one yeah. of those things happened, then don't do it, and don't be a don't be a devil's advocate where you're being an asshole. Where you're like, well, what happens if it's an emergency? Don't be that person. Don't be yeah. that person. Last time I checked, the devil didn't need or want an advocate. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so what is your new moon ritual? Lauren, you go first. Um, so I don't usually do new moon. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Excuse me. New moon rituals. uh, Clearly, she is very grossed out by them. See, I'm not uh, grossed out, but like I've, let's see. Petition to call new moons nooms now. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I love it. So I have like, um, I I think I've done like where I've written my intentions or maybe like things I want to let go or release on like a piece of paper and then I burned it under the new moon. But the reason why I chose full moon and the last If I have to go outside, like that's, that's the end of the ritual. Like, (laughs) no, I'll write it and I'll throw it in the trash. Like that's as close as I'm getting. Just do it with like your window open. If you can manage that. Just out the window (laughs) with the lighter. No, I just met with your windows open and seeing the moon, but okay. <laughs> but the reason why I chose full moon for the last question is because, like, that's the most obvious one I can remember because I just look outside or I'll see that it's super bright outside and then I'll be like, oh, yes, it's a full moon. Oh my God. Maybe so. that's what I should do. All my blinds are always closed. Shelby, open your blinds. Maybe I'll be better at it. Shelby, you what? need sunlight. You need what a life shopping. hack, Lauren. This is why I want to go to Lauren's house. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can like, remember everything if I'm Lauren. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brittany, um, what's your new moon ritual? So new moons for me, I found that that um, that's the time for implementing or starting something. So um, a lot of times what I'll do for a new moon um, is that I will do uh, – Oh, there's a word for it. And of course, I can't remember it. My brain's like, I'm sorry that we don't have that word in our data bank. You're going to have to check that <laughs> in 24 to 48 hours. I'm like, okay. Um, but essentially, it's a type of visualization manifestation work where you really visualize yourself in like what you want and like like it's happening or like it has happened. Um, so a lot of times I'll engage with that. Um, I call it... Um, well, I did have a word for what I call it. It's a type of daydreaming, but it's like a purposeful daydreaming. Like it's okay. like this is this is a purpose and I'm I'm having like this directed If daydream. you think of what it is, text me and then when I'm editing it, I'll say it cuz our voices are so similar. I don't think anyone will notice. Fair. Oh, my totally goodness. fair. <laughs> <laughs> um and then so yeah, sometimes I'll do 
I almost never do card readings on new moons. I almost always do that on full moon because a full moon is um, where things are revealed. Don't talk about the full moon yet. It's the next question. Well, Lauren did. <laughs> Lauren, uh, what? Lauren, I talk about Just it. in reference to the yeah. last question. Yeah. So with new moon, new moons, I have a tendency to do that sort of like manifestation visualization, um, or just sitting and enjoying my life as it is, and really being sinking in the present moment. And almost always involves a bath, or a, nice, or, or a nice mm. shower, or something like that. So, yeah. So my new moon ritual is to forget um, that I wanted to do one, uh, and forget. You're releasing. You're releasing, releasing the need to do that. There you go. Yeah, I'm releasing the um, constraints of. It's why it's eclectic paganism. It's eclectic. I get to choose what I want. Um, but I do like to make, um, like calendar spreads and stuff like little journal spreads, um, and then intend to use them at a new or a full moon and then, uh, forget. So what is your full moon (laughs) ritual? Brittany, you go first this time. (laughs) So the full moons, full moons is, um, where I have more of a tendency to do readings because, um, for me, what happens on full moons is I get more things like revealed. So because it's, you know, lighting up, so I have more revelations about things. Um, once again, something to do, either a bath or a shower. Um, I, I'm i going to steal that bath idea. That's yeah. going to be my new ritual. Um, and then, so it's kind of funny. So with, a, with new moon, I tend to do like manifestation. And with full moon, I have a tendency to do divination. So, oh, yeah, apparently that's it. Also, I will... Here's another fun thing I absolutely I I find about myself that I find amusing. I will be like, oh yeah, like I've been looking at this stuff and I'm like, oh, this is this type of moon, and so I'm gonna do this like, you know, XYZ, and this is gonna be totally awesome. And then the night will come and I'll be like, No, I need to do this. And I'll be like, Why self? And it's like, don't ask questions. And I go, Awesome, and we just fucking roll with it. And it'll be like the most. I like how the, your like, inner voice is even like all Capricorn signs. Um, yeah. and it's just like, <laughs> don't question me. Just, go just with do it. what I say, lady. And I've gotten to a point where I trust myself and my intuition enough that I just go, it'll make sense later. And I just go with it. So I guess that's my full moon ritual. It's <laughs> just roll thin, whatever it is. Lauren, what's your full moon ritual? Uh, I use that time to like charge my crystals or like cleanse my. Oh decks yeah, Lauren remembers charge to charge crystals, decks. and then Lauren remembers then to what? charge her crystals, and then you um also will charge a crystal for me that one crystal that you gave me, and you were like, oh, oh yeah, you charged yeah, this last full moon. I, I was like, oh good, so that's the last time this will ever happen. That was part of, and I I gave one to Brittany too. This that those were part of y'all's like covid pandemic panini however you guys like to say it (laughs) gift for your christmas gifts and Mm -hmm. so for like those two years we didn't see each other i charged those every full moon just to be sure i didn't like miss out on it being charged before i gave it to you This crystal so they were was like super I duper went charged. from the best house to the worst house. <laughs> no, no, Shelby, think about it this way: she was preparing it for battle. Oh preparing yeah, there you go. There you for go. battle, yes. <laughs> so, Lauren, did you say you also charge your decks in the full moon? Yeah, yeah. I'll put them totally. out like 
it helps to cleanse them or mm. cleanse the energy. So do you put them so, on like your windowsill or do you no. put them outside just in the, in the elements? So, no, windowsill. Not, there are some people that will do that, but I don't trust the outside elements and the good god <laughs> wow lightning it's his round he's it's like, his round he gets been, to do whatever he wants he's like it's been two hours where is my attention and love right. and playtime i will but, not um, edit him out i love okay. him too much <laughs> he can't but hear so you, you but i'm it. sure we'll send uh, there will the be computer. some people that'll do it <laughs> and put it outside But I do it. I only have one window that like gets the perfect amount of full moonlight and that's in Mm -hmm. the bathroom. So it's I'll set them on that ledge and it's perfect, too, because I have cats and if cats were to get to these, they would just be knocking them off. And luckily they can't. So it goes there. And then like I use that bathroom morning and night. So I'll just put them in there at night. First thing in the morning, grab them because it's like five o'clock when I get up so they don't have to worry about catching sunlight. Just full moon the whole night. It's just it's it's just like fucking clockwork, Shelby. Like she's yeah. just like there it is. she's so good at this. God. <laughs> oh my god. Just don't ask know, me about like, new moons though. <laughs> oh yeah. Because yeah. like it. it's not so obvious to me when I go outside and like if I'm taking the dog out at night, then it'll be obvious. Because I always look for the moon. Right. But mm-hmm. See, see, and Lauren, whenever you tell us that you're like, oh, I don't do a whole lot of witchy stuff or whatever, I'm like, but uh, you're so good at it, though. (laughs) You're already doing it. It's like you do. I think I think you do a lot of stuff like that and just don't register that. And I think this isn't a read. Right. This isn't a read on you because I think all three of us do stuff like that. And then, yeah, you suddenly stop and go. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm actually good at this. Except for when we schedule our ghost episodes. We all, <laughs> yeah. for some reason, we're not good at it. <laughs> I almost I almost want to, on new moons, tell ghost stories. Ooh, let's do it. Yeah. I think that could be fun. And release oh, them every on- new moon. And we could release them on new moons. Yeah, that's what <gasps> I was saying. Yeah. Email in your ghost stories, and we're going to release them on new moons now. Okay, we'll that's it. We just made that decision. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, Lauren. I will you're just write here this for the ride. <laughs> okay. I was like, you're here for the ride, Lauren. Us Capricorns. Don't worry. I'll write it decision. down. <laughs> I'll 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 put it I'll put it everywhere we need. I did set up a calendar, and then I haven't put any recordings on the calendar since the first one. So you know, I'll get back on that. So Shelby, um, is your new moon ritual or your full moon ritual to also forget? It is. Um, (laughs) It's very similar to my new moon ritual. Um, And, you know, I I get a different response because um, I got so worked up about the new moon, forgetting it, that then I was like, oh, man, I forgot the full moon, but I'm okay with it now. So, like, I'm a lot less anxious about forgetting this one. So, you know, it's about letting go, new beginnings. Well, and maybe that's, intentions. Maybe that's oh, like- I do set intentions. I do, whoop, scream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do try to like go through and set. Brittany's learning, and she like leaned back from her mic. Right. I don't know if anybody heard that. She leaned back from her mic last time. She she laughed. Um, I, I do try to like just like set intentions. Um, when I think about it, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that's a ritual. 
Yeah, yeah totally. You know That's a ritual. I just decided. What? Well, what is the actual like definition of ritual? I don't know. That's going to have to be in our ritual episode. Yeah, I was going to say, doing like, I don't think. Ritually? Regularly? <gasps> yeah, yeah, doing it every yeah. time. Yeah. yeah so doing hilarious. it at some sort of regular interval. Um, so, so truly. Shelby is, is just regular because it's irregular. Right. Yeah, it's I was like, so irregular so... <laughs> it became regular. Right. Your ritual you is to forget. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome. To forget my worries, uh, which forget. is good for my anxiety. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you guys have any black moon rituals? Are you going to start doing any black moon rituals now that we know about the black moon? I didn't before, so like I guess maybe I'll do you try think to make you might a note start? in my head. But I don't know. I would if have I'll to like look to... up when the next one is. I didn't I I guess a good researcher would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll give you a second. But um yeah, I think so. If I can try to make a mental note. But like I said, I, I usually catch what type of moon we're having by taking my dog outside or just looking outside the window before I close it for the night. So I uh I already do stuff for blue moons and black moons. Um essentially the way that I think about it is that it is so with the blue moon, it is has all the properties of a full moon doubled. And mm. then with the black moon, it has all of the um, attributes of a new moon doubled. So um, if I want oh, to do... Oh, and I just looked up, let's see, I'm on uh, timeanddate.com, and they said that um, it's sometimes called a double blue moon or a double black moon. So... So uh, look so how it, smart you are. <laughs> so uh, so so when are they? Like, <laughs> I I haven't gotten that. I'm figuring it Shelby. out. Shelby, it's every thirty three months, but it that, didn't get. It doesn't tell me a date. Well, timeanddate.com. <laughs> just Google it. Google uh, blue and black. I did of, of twenty twenty. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! Upcoming. Ah, January twenty twenty two. April 30th, 2022. That is in the past. Third <laughs> new moon and a season with four new moons. I don't know what that is. Um, second new moon within a single calendar month. December 30th, 2024. Who's ready? Boom. Get ready for a black moon. When does it, when's the next blue moon? Does it say? Okay. Third new moon in a season with four new moons. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I don't know. Listeners, write in. Be alarmed. <laughs> write in. Alarmed, help us. <laughs> Calling all alarmed. Um, we need your help. <laughs> okay, so now I want to know when the blue moon is. Yeah. So we figured out, and I feel like that'll be easier because more people care about blue moons. Right. Less people, less people think about new moons and black moons. Um, than they do about the full moon. I would be one of those people. That's fair. <laughs> I'm not judging. It's just is. <laughs> I was one of those people until I did all this research and figured out that there are different phases that we should also care about. Do you do any um, crescent or gibbon? Uh, you mean gibbous? <laughs> gibbous? They're not, the, what's a gibbon? A That's monkey. A, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
this is why it didn't make sense to me in school is because I was like, why are we talking about monkeys right now? I thought oh we were talking God. space. Oh and they can't breathe up there, you guys. Oh, my God. Um, to answer your question, no, because I just – unless I feel called to it, which is really out of the blue, but um... – So what I love to do – for like any ritual stuff. Mm. If I do tarot cards, mm. Pinterest is my friend. That, so just look up yeah. what that like full moon name was according to all the lists that Shelby gave you at the beginning of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then usually there's a tarot spread for that moon month. Also, um, a lot of the moon names that we have um, are based off of indigenous persons here um in north central and south yeah north central and southern america um so it would it's it's actually really cool to look into the history of that and i'm always about like hey like look that up and look at the history of that and because when you do that you get a better like lauren said you get a much better like deeper understanding of like what's going on during that moon so um the next blue moon as I come in very late to this party, is <laughs> August 30th, 31st, 2023. Um, so next year. I couldn't find, yeah, I couldn't find one in 2022. So yeah. next year, we're so very if excited. We, like, we're going to have a plan huh? way ahead. <laughs> we so can. if we plan, and then if Lauren texts me <laughs> several times within the upcoming weeks to it, um, then I think... We can do this. You know, uh, can... would it would it behoove us to do a Google Calendar specifically for Charmed and Alarmed? For moons? Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, we can I'll put do... it on the Charm and Alarmed <laughs> calendar. Sorry, people. I'm doing uh, housework while we're talking about this. <laughs> Is that a sign that yeah. we should Shelby sign out? Like <laughs> most yeah. definitely love doing a calendar. I will for... make us a calendar with all of our moons. And for our blue moon, we better get together. We'll plan to get together. Yeah, uh, we should we'll do, do a live for... recording, and I'll figure out how to do that by then. Yeah, we should do a one for a blue moon, and then one for the black moon. Should we? Yeah. Should we survive that long? <laughs> should we make it? Should we make um, it? Well, guys, that is our episode on yeah. moons. We're Send done. us all of your moon questions, comments, and stories, or other stories to charmedandalarmed dot at gmail dot com. Um, our next episode go ahead I was going to say though I would appreciate it if you didn't moon us (laughs) send send your moons um, and then just put at Shelby in the subject line (laughs) to make sure Brittany doesn't see your moons Um, please don't send me your butts I (laughs) have a solicitation for any body part pictures I don't want to see any of your body parts thank you you. (laughs) we do not consent thank you have a nice day thank you (laughs) This is not a solicitation. Um, so, but email your questions, uh, comments, and stories, and more, but not that much more, to <laughs> charmedandalarmed at gmail.com. Our next episode is going to be about crystals. I am very excited. Um, you can support us on Patreon, maybe if I make one, or I'll edit this out. Um, and you, it would really help us out if you rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Um, thanks so much for listening. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. And we're charmed and alarmed. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>